Hey folks, this is Chris. Just wanted to get ahead of this episode with a quick thanks to Mike Sands for doing this. Especially since this is the second time he recorded with us. His audio was lost for the first one, and he offered to run this to make up for it. This is, as the title would suggest, just part one of this adventure. Part two and an interview with Mike is coming next week. Thanks for listening, and now on to the show. Well, essentially, there's like a, a, a picture of little constellations with boxes to fill in. But um, as you complete different islands and please the gods, you'll fill in the stars in each of their constellations. Um, and that determines the length of the game. And when you've filled in enough, you finally find your way back home <laughs> and kind oh, of uh, wow. resolve cool. how famous each hero became along the way. So it does neat. lend itself to being an extended story. Well. Yeah, I think quite a short campaign, but um, yeah, definitely it has a kind of beginning and an end. All right. Who all is still here? I think we're all back, maybe, except Dominic. I think so. That gives me a little bit of time to eat this taco. <laughs> is that what you got, a taco? taco? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Okay. I'm assuming you got multiple. I'm over here charges? getting water, and Chris is getting a whole taco. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Out of the Forest, an actual play podcast about a bunch of heroes on an epic odyssey. We are going to be playing Aegon by John Harper and Sean Nittner, and we have a guest GM with us today, who I'll let introduce himself. Hello, I am Michael Sands, who you may know as the author of Monster of the Week. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm Evan, and I play uh, Arcadia. I'm Dominic, and I play Yalmenes. I'm Jessica, and I play Ephemia. I'm Alistair, and I play Lycus. And I'm Chris, and I play Diothene. Okay, um, so, uh, Aegon is a game in which we are going to be some Greek, uh, well, classical world heroes returning by ship from a war, lost amongst strange islands in the sea. Um, It's probably a bit more Xena than the Odyssey, but um, drawing off both, so um, it should be some good fun. The first thing we do as your heroes are at sea, traveling from one island to another in the hope of finding home, is we'll have a short scene in which we determine who's going to be the leader of your band of heroes for the course of the next adventure. Um, And basically this is a little minor contest that's kind of an introduction to how, how things work. What happens as you're sailing through the misty seas, hoping to find the island of Cryos and stop there to resupply. It's supposed to be somewhere around here, although you haven't found it yet. And uh, while you're looking for it, the crew start to um, shout and, and they're obviously alarmed by something. And as you heroes go along the deck to find out what's happening, you can see that a single harpy has begun harassing the crew of the ship. Uh, she's disappearing into the mists and then like suddenly reappearing from other places darting down onto the deck stealing things uh, knocking people over taking food and then flying off again quickly so i would like to know which of you heroes 
uh, will face this challenge to deal with this harpy that's causing trouble on your ship. Uh, so here, what we expect is those of you who uh, are prepared to um, face the challenge will uh, say your name uh, and epithet and announce that you'll take part. Uh, I will just roll the strife dice for the um, how difficult the contest is. There we go. So your target number for this is five. Um, this is quite an easy contest, the one on the ship. On the island it will be tougher. Okay. So who amongst you will face this challenge of this uh, mischievous harpy? Lycus the Clever-Eyed will step up. Now, because this is a comedy podcast, uh, what happens if none of us step up to the plate? <laughs> um, well, I guess that harpy will probably um, do something irrevocable to, uh, to your ship. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> I, Yalmenes Nimble-Fingered, will accept this challenge. Excellent. And I, Ephemia, the silver-tongued, will also accept the challenge. I, hot-headed D, will accept the challenge. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, everybody's going for it. I might as well, too. Yeah. Uh, I... Well, unless you don't wish to take part in determining the leadership over the course of this adventure. Yeah, why not? Um, I, Arcadia, the Great Hunter shall deal with this pesky harpy okay so um each of you uh in roll 20 if you um bring up your character sheet and decide which domain you're going to use i've left this one open because i think you could use a number of of methods to get rid of it um so for instance if you want to like throw a spear and kill it it could be blood and valor if you want to somehow trick it into leaving you alone that might be craft and reason um so pick your domain and then make a roll. Uh, I think it's if you click on the uh, domain section of your character sheet, it'll then take you through what other things you get to to uh, add to it, uh, including the, the strife target number of five and uh, which of your other dice you'll roll. So you've all claimed your epithet, so you can throw that die on. So let's see. Uh, Nimble-figured Yelmanis gets a nine. Yep, nice. Uh, Clever-eyed Lycus is at 13. Alright, I guess I'm not in charge. <laughs> Great Hunter Arcadia is uh, 10. Uh, well, actually, the, the winner of this contest picks the leader. Is They don't necessarily have to pick themselves. <laughs> uh, Hot-headed Diathene gets a 9. Excellent. Okay, so the lowest result is if Silver-tongued Ephemia. Uh, and if everyone prevailed, so that's good. So we start with um, Ephemia. Can you tell us what you do to deal with this pesky harpy um, that contributes towards the group's success? Um, the harpy is like flying around the ship, right? Yeah, it's like darting in and out, just causing trouble whatever way it, it opportunistically can find. Okay. Um, the silver-tongued Ephemia is going to... Um, observe the harpy and figure out if it has a specific flight pattern so that um, so that her companions can make sure that their strikes ring true. Yeah, what you can observe is that like each time it disappears into the mist 
you get the impression it, it's kind of flying out there just out of sight watching for the next target so it'll always kind of come back pretty close to where it left so that's definitely something that other people can take advantage of now we've got Diathene and Yalmini's both on nine technically as a tiebreaker we would just re-roll your name die to determine but do you just want to pick an order one of you can go first and the other second and yeah i'll go first yep yeah, i want to see how art art and oration is playing, yeah, no, out, playing I, I've, part. I've got a good plan for this um yeah cool go for it d listens to the call of um of effie uh t- telling them about how how much this uh harpy's flitting in and out of the mist to, to kind of do this gorilla attack and realizes that that must be very tiring and what m- must be more tiring is if it has to fly even faster to keep up with the ship. And so to bolster the rowers of the ship, uh, Dee begins uh, singing a, a sea shanty to, to guide them um, in, uh, in their rowing and to kind of row yep. against whichever direction uh, the, the harpy's trying to assail us from. Excellent. Yep. Cool. And, and you know what? The Elmenes' uh, tactic goes, I think, funnily enough, in the right and wrong way for that because Yalmenes is going to see that um, the harpy is... Uh, of course, like a, a creature of the wind, a creature of the sky, and he's going to call the crew to lower the sail and to turn the ship in the opposite direction of the wind to try to lose the um, the harpy in the fog by completely changing direction and taking away kind of like something that she could use to to like identify the ship and find it. Sounds yeah. like teamwork to me. Yeah. Yep. Pull down the sail and then start rowing in the other direction. <laughs> okay, and then Arcadia with Blood and Valor is next. I think uh, I think Arcadia is gonna find like a like a spear on board and, and tie one of the ropes to it and kind of climb yep. up the the mast and wait for the harpy to kind of kind of come come at the ship again and then kind of throw the spear to almost chain the harpy. Oh, so kind of harpoon it. Yeah. So it's yeah. So it's just stuck there and it can't keep swooping and, and taking people out. Excellent. And then finally, Clever-Eyed Lycas wins the contest. So how do you solve the problem once and for all, Lycas? Um, she's going to patiently wait as the harpy swoops in um, and using her companion's information of timing, wait until it passes one of the sails and slice through the sail so that it wraps up the harpy and she can no longer fly. Yeah, well, I think um, once it's been speared on and attached to a rope, that's going to be even easier too. Yes, so, for sure. Yeah, so absolutely. the harpy comes crashing down, yeah, yeah, already speared uh, into a sail and gets wrapped up. Uh, what do you do with it once it's caught? Like, are you gonna like tell it to go away with a stern warning, or kill it, or or what? Um, Lycus herself is not one to want to kill it. Yeah, it it's very angry, by the way, and it, you can hear it spitting insults at you uh, from inside the sail. So quite muffled, but uh, very vicious uh, words coming from there. Uh, I think she'll point the tip of her spear at it, like right at its throat, and threaten that if it ever comes around here again, it will not be so fortunate as to get away again. Okay. Okay, so it'll um, kind of begrudgingly backs off, continuing to insult you under its breath, and then like takes to the air um, a little bit clumsier, given the the spear wound that it's taken, and kind of flaps off into into the mists. And thus, you do not see it again. Uh, at least until you get to the island, perhaps. 
Uh, yes, yeah, so, uh, Lycus, you, Lycus has prevailed, so you get to pick who is the leader. Is there anyone on the ship who sees themselves fit to be a leader or does not want to be in oh, this Shall role? we um, take a moment to have each of you introduce your hero and perhaps share one great deed you've already done in your past that will um, help make this decision? Yeah. All right, y'all, we know the order we do this in. Let's do it. All right, Evan, you're up. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, uh, yeah, so Arcadia is known as, uh, as the Great Hunter. Um, their honor god is, is Ares, uh, and they um, are more familiar with the Blood and Valor domain. Um, they helped to kind of eliminate um, one of the, the great white wolves that was plaguing, plaguing a city, um, and since then kind of wears that great white wolf pelt uh, around themselves. Uh, and they are always a uh, companion by a, uh, a really just really dark panther with like um, like bright yellow eyes uh, called Menethus. Um, and that's usually kind of their, their whole, usually um, it's them and the panther basically. And they're, they're a hunting squad basically, really adept in it. How does the panther feel about being on the open sea? <laughs> <laughs> not great. That's why it was just me there. <laughs> not not loving it. <laughs> Menethus is just chilling in like in like the cabin, like staring out the window and just like freaking out and clawing at the uh, furniture. And just scratching all the couches. Yep. Yeah, pissing at anyone who pokes their head in that 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 area. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not very fond of other people besides Arcadia. Alright, uh, so my character is uh, Nimble-Fingered Yalmenes, and do not let that name deceive you. He is no common thief. Uh, he is a devotee of Hermes. Um, his preferred uh, domain is Craft and Reason, as his father was a scholar, and uh, he prefers to think through his uh, issues first before resorting to his nimble fingers. Yalmenes is a, a, like a, you know, in his, in his early 30s, um, he has like really, really bright eyes. He's he's pretty fit. Uh, his armor is collected piecemeal from the places he's been, and he has traveled greatly. Um, he's kind of got like a, a, a sh not not quite like unkempt, but kind of a scruffy look. Uh, you can tell that he is someone who who would do away with the comforts of civilization if it let him travel more. Um, and he is famous, I suppose, uh, for his treasure hunting deeds where he would um as as he traveled find ancient tombs and ancient uh temples and find valuable artifacts there what about um like currently in use temples and palaces and things uh he would not steal anything i'm sorry he would not take anything that um <laughs> was actively being used think of him as right. uh someone who collects those the things that have been forgotten and, uh, like I said, his, his family are all scholars, so he returns them uh, every few years uh, when he returns home to uh, kind of have those, have those artifacts assessed and studied. Femia, uh, the silver-tongued, uh, she is the daughter of Harmonia, and her honored god is Eris. Um, she is serpent-like. Um, with sharp eyes and graceful and slender with uh, long fair curly hair that's kind of braided to keep it out of her face. 
She wears minimal decorated bronze armor, and she also has a fighting companion, uh, a large albino serpent named Titos, which she carries wrapped around herself during travel and poisons her enemies for her, um, as well as paired swords. And her favorite domain is arts and oration. I wouldn't necessarily call it... It would be, I guess, considered a heroic task. Uh, there was um, a village that had a uh, leader that was kind of siphoning off some gold. And she sent uh, Titos into it and uh, poisoned the leader so that he would stop causing trouble. But in doing so, she may have also caused a power imbalance and left a little bit of chaos in her wake, but she caused the base problem. Hey, no worries. In the story of Hercules, he does kill his entire family and then goes on to be a cool dude. So, Yeah, so it's fine. You solved the problem. You weren't asked to solve whatever problem it causes. Yeah, she, yeah, exactly. So, heroic Like Lycus the Clever-Eyed is a descendant of Pan. Uh, her honored god is Artemis at the moment. Um, and her domain primarily falls in craft and, or- and reason. Uh, she has a, a sort of hound, wolf, and ram-like aspect to her. Um, she lives and spends her time in the highlands, sort of maintaining uh, a natural balance between like shepherds and flocks, uh, and nature and the environment and predators that might uh, feed on them, because there is meant to be a balance between those two. Um, and so she has both defended the shepherds and their flocks um, and creatures of prey, uh, as well as ensured that predators are able to survive as well. And that's sort of her ongoing uh, feat that she is known for. All right, and that leads us to me with uh, Hot-Headed Diathene, uh, so named because I don't think they've thought through a single decision they've ever made. Uh, they favor arts and oration, um, and they honor Dionysus, who else? This is so much fun. Um, they are easily recognized at a distance um, for their totally bald head that has some, some light kind of sigil-like tattoos around it. Uh, their reasoning for this is twofold, uh, less to grab during combat and less to hold back when you're vomiting after a party. Um, <laughs> Smart. They, 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 they're known for their, their, their cudgel, who's, which uh, the wooden haft of which is always stained purple with wine. Is it a, a grapevine cudgel? Uh, no, I think they've had it for a while, and it just sort of over time has been stained, right. stained purple. Um, I, I don't think it was like a gift from Dionysus or like specifically related to, to him. Yeah, it's just just, just a good stick. Oh. Just, just a, a very part- good stick. A good <laughs> stick with a lot of party fouls. Um, <laughs> they, they are are fairly androgynous in look. I think if they cared enough to even consider a label for a few seconds, they'd fall under the gender fluid label. But that they, labels really aren't a thing they concern themselves with. Um, their most well-known uh, feat was definitely the one that first got uh, them the notice of Dionysus, in which they found a temple to him uh, besmirched by the presence of satyrs, and they drunk them under the table and then bashed their heads in while they were asleep. Wow. Okay. Cool. Okay. So, uh, in that case, um, like us. Which, which of your companions do you think ought to be in charge for your time on the island of Cryos? After hearing all these great backstories, none of them. 
Um, <laughs> I think is it is it going to be you then? I think Lycus is yeah going to look around at the crew uh, and or not the crew I guess look around at her companions, uh, kind of reflect on their months at sea and what she has seen of them uh, and say and question everything. Yeah, if it's all the same to you, I think I will lead our band upon our next uh, landfall. She takes her mouth off of their wine skin, their wine skin and just goes, huh, what? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> uh, the very first job of the leader is to interpret the signs from the gods about the next island. Now, um, I've got that up in Roll20, but I'll go through them as well for uh, anyone listening. So what, what happens is, as you're traveling through the mists towards the island, uh, the mists kind of form themselves into these uh, different visions from the various gods who are taking an interest. Um, and the leader of the group is the one who's uh, in charge of figuring out what they mean. So the first sign comes from Hera, um, her sacred peacock, leading pious folk to restore something that's been lost. So that basically, you see that procession in the mist ahead of you, um, and then it kind of fades back into just being regular clouds. Uh, a bit later, um, there's a sign from Zeus. Um, there's a small squall, um, a, a, a bit of a, thumb, uh, a rumble of thunder, and um, uh, hints of lightning bolts. And in the mists, you can see uh, like buildings collapsing and things falling into the sea and being ruined. Uh, and last, the last sign as you get um, as you travel on um, is from Hermes, and uh, in the mist you see the shape of a raven sitting upon a pile of clearly stolen, or at least having come to the person who ought to own them, riches and treasures. So, uh, Lycus, what do you think these uh, signs might mean for us? Um, she thinks they might refer to good people, um, a good town or a good village of righteous, devout people who have had their town ransacked or robbed, um, and they're left with nothing. What you know of Cryos is that it's a rocky island with famous gold mines that uh, provide riches to the town. Um, and it's protected by um, storm clouds that keep enemies away from the island. Then maybe the storm clouds haven't done their job or there's something wrong because it seems like maybe the gold mines have been looted. That's a plausible possibility. As you're considering what it could mean, um, the uh, lookout in the bow of the ship calls that they've sighted land. Ahead of you, the mists clear a bit and you can see the island of Cryos the rocky mountains visible there's no sign of the the storms that keep enemies away anymore you can see uh, in the distance uh, like sailing away from the town is a ship under full sail like going quite fast away unusually there's not much of a wind where you are so they're obviously uh, in the distance there must be a much stronger wind propelling them uh, you can also see offshore there's a number of small not even islands just kind of rocky outcrops uh, in the sea um, with 
the shapes of harpies flying around them. You can see uh, caves and places where they must um, live there. So it's quite separate from, from the island of Cryos, but not that far away. And from from the the, the, the town on Cryos, you can see there's um, a column of smoke as if something's on fire. So, what would you like to do? I think it's in our best interest to go to Cryos and see what it is on fire and see if we can help put it out. Excellent. Okay, so you, you um, row towards the town, uh, make landfall on the beach, and as you kind of vault over the bow of the ship and, and march up towards the town to see what's happening, uh, you can see that it's total chaos here. There are people running around shouting. Uh, there's um, one of the seaside buildings is on fire. It looks like it's maybe a warehouse or a market. There are some people trying to put the fire out. There are other people just kind of running around in a panic. Um, let's see. Uh, the other thing you can see is the town's Acropolis, which has a quite run-down looking temple of Hera, as in the in the main spot on the on the hill where the uh, temples are, which seems. Uh, it looks like there's something going on up there too. There are a lot of people milling around and looking like they're trying to sort something out. Uh, as you get closer, you can hear what people are, are, are shouting. Uh, there's lots of people shouting things like, It's gone, it's gone. The Pirate Queen's stolen the Pillar of Storms. We are defenseless now. The Harpies will slay everyone in the town. And so there's a lot of people saying various variations on that. Everyone seems panicked and they're not really properly dealing with uh, the fire and other problems. And as you stride up the beach, a couple of leaders, or leader-looking types at least, uh, come down to meet you. They introduce themselves as Miletia, uh, she's the mining chief of the town, and um, Ionestes, who's the priest of Hera. Do you, uh, any of you want to address them before they um, lay their problems on you, or are you <laughs> gonna let them talk first? Uh, I think Yalmenes is going to ask uh, the priest of, of Hera. I cannot help but notice your temple is in disarray. Is that where this pillar of storms was stored? Uh, Ionestes nods and says, yes, yes, it was. And yes, the, temp the temple has been lacking in maintenance. And he glares at the mining chief. <laughs> he says, some people of the town think that there is no point in honouring the gods, and that all we should do is toil in the mines for riches. But of course we know that honouring the gods is the most important thing. Without the gods' divine favour, our town is doomed. And look, now the Pillar of Storms has been stolen, and nothing is to protect us from our enemies. D-Nazan just goes, yeah, uh, pretty conclusive proof if you ask me. Shit's on fire, yo. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Miletia um, is shaking her head through the whole of that and says, The whims of the gods, protective magic, it's good these things are lost to us. Now our people will become stronger. We must defend ourselves using hard work, solid strength. We don't need the gods in this magical pillar. We can manage on our own. Uh, at which her and the priest just start 
like yelling at each other. Um, they're just uh, they're almost but not quite coming to blows. This is obviously a long-standing uh, feud here, and they're just um, ranting at each other from their different points of view. Notably, this is not helping anyone put out the fire or deal with problems in the town. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, should we just go, or do you need us here? It looks like they you, you got some issues. no attention to you. In fact, when you kind of try and interject, like, they both stare daggers at you and go back to yelling at each other. Okay, alright. How about you guys? Would someone like to make peace between these two? That yeah. would be a challenge worthy of a hero. I would love to. No. I think they're good just the way they are. <laughs> I like, well, uh, they're fine. Who, who are who are we to interject? <laughs> I see these two people fighting and thinks they could be drinking instead. Well, if if at least one hero is prepared to face the challenge, let me roll strife the strife level and see what you have to go up against. Yep. Okay, they are. I'm so excited. He's going to suffer go. so much. <laughs> Uh, and I guess this will be, will you try and talk them down? So it'll be um, an arts and oration. Yeah. yeah. He's going to try and talk them down while offering them, uh, okay. some of, some Obviously, of their share about They the are very, very angry with each other. Your target number is an 11. <laughs> All right. Uh, to make this more official, I, hot-headed okay. Diathene, uh, will accept this, uh, challenge Drawing on yep. the blessings of Dionysus. Excellent. Uh, will any other heroes face this challenge? No. No. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Excellent. Not right. Eleven, not one hundred and ten. Yep. That's cool. Okay. Roll a lot of dice. Uh, okay. Don't. Would anyone like to support Diathene in this? Uh, basically, you could give your arts and oration die at like lend it to be rolled and you'll gain a bond uh, I do think like it's the clever I would want to assist cool yep so uh, you mark an, a bond with Diathene and Diathene gets to roll your arts narration die in amongst the rest of theirs okay uh, that is a d6 when you get to it that is a 7 cool oof I oh. rolled a 1, a 2, a 1, a 2 and a 3 oh my god <laughs> Uh, oh, and um, uh, who, who was it who helped? Uh, Lycus. Okay, you gain one glory as well. Uh, as does Diathene um, for suffering. Okay, so you are using arts and oration. You are calling on divine aid and oh, yeah, you suffered. One of my yep. divine favors. Yep. So tell us what happened as you try and stop these two fighting. Uh, so, so Diathene, um, with, I, I'm assuming Lycus will, uh, narrate her own. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. All right, Diathene uh, is the, like. The help, uh, actually the, yeah, for the help, just say what you, you did to help, um, is, is enough. And then Diathene can, can narrate the result of that. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so I guess, uh, so to help. Um, Lycus has generally a calming pr presence, um, and so right. she will try to sort of mediate and set the ground so that uh, Diathene can work their magic, <laughs> or their <laughs> yeah. non-magic. 
Excellent. Cool. Uh, yeah, as Legus is, is trying to like bring everything down, uh, Diathene is, is sort of leaning in and, and, and offering up... Um, Re- reaches like like down and pulls from practically a um a, like a bandolier of wineskins, and yep. uh, like offering them up. Just go, oh, come on now! I I got these. They're they're the finest uh, wine I've got. It it should just glaze everything over. And I and uh, one of their hands just kind of comes out of nowhere in the middle of their their uh, gesticulating and just knocks it to the floor. And the the wineskin just gets just the wrong angle and burst and diathene just screams out in rage and storms off (laughs) excellent okay so um while everyone's been watching that happening um (laughs) the fire is getting further out of control um in that warehouse and um there's also suddenly some shouting from uh the sailors on your ship um, a couple of them are pointing, look, harpies, harpies are coming. And you can see out to sea, like, there's a whole, I don't know if, I guess harpies are in a flock. That Anyway, there's a bunch of them coming towards the town. Um, and the townsfolk really panic at that. And they say, oh, no, only the storms kept the harpies from destroying our town. Now we're doomed, doomed. So, heroes. Like we... <laughs> I, nimble-fingered Yalmenes, will accept this challenge. Uh, so are you just going to get ready to fight them when they arrive? Uh, no, I'm going to try to take care of the warehouse. Oh, okay. <laughs> yep. Okay. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. No, yeah. no it's okay. There's more than one uh, thing happening. So, yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, let's deal with the burning warehouse first, because that's probably more immediate. Um, let me... Uh, I guess that's going to be... And here's the thing. Because yeah? I'm not going to... There's no way I can put out a fire. Uh, <laughs> instead, he is going to dart into the burning building retrieve any people or objects that need to be pulled out of it because i don't think oh okay so it's more about saving things than than the building yeah exactly and resolve in spirit then i think that that sounds fair yeah yeah i think so yeah cool okay the target number for dealing with the build the people in building and saving people is nine okay so which heroes are going to accept the challenge of saving people from the fire uh, I, Arcadia, the Great Hunter, will help uh, save people from the fire. Anyone else? I won't go into the fire, but I will offer help cool. with a uh, die. Well, those of you who are going to meet the challenge, uh, roll your dice. Uh, I'm going to use one of my divine favorites for Hermes of Daring, Yep. as I am indeed dashing into a burning building. Yep, <laughs> that, that definitely can. Uh, Jess, are you providing that assistance to both of us or is it just one person uh, it just goes to one uh, person do, it, okay. do I just have to pick one person um, yeah, who are you helping are you are you going into the fire first uh, yes I, I imagine Yelmene is just literally kind of looking at the harpies looking at the fire and figuring out which one he wants to tackle and then just sprinting into the burning building I think Ephemia uh, would actually help um, the uh, the next like I don't think she would eat. Like, she'd notice you running into the fire and being like, hmm, I should probably assist with that, and then help the next person running into the fire. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> uh, so that would be Arcadia then, was second? Yes, Arcadia. Yeah, yeah so 12. Yep. Better. All right. Uh, so I'll I'll get us started. And, and like I said, I think Yelmenes uh, just really does dash into this warehouse. Um, yep. When he enters, is there, like, a bunch of people, or is it mostly just, like food stuffs um, and important objects there is 
what there is is there are people who are trying to save their goods um so there's obviously like a bunch of um gold traders and things like that who are like frantically trying to get um the the, the small bags of mined gold that were being stored here out to safety so uh the problem is not so much that they can't make it out as that, that they're facing a certain amount of greed stopping them from getting out of yeah, the way of danger. <laughs> of course. Um, so Yamanes is going to kind of rush in, just kind of go, what What do you What do you even go? All right, hold on, form a line. And then just <laughs> like gets a fireman line going where he is just yep. like taking a bag of gold coins or, or gold bullion. Yep. Bullion? Bullion? Whatever. Uh, uh, yeah, just that, like, that's pretty pretty raw from, from out of the mine. So it's so sending, yeah, Just sending it down the yeah. line. Like, organizing a fireman's line and just being like, alright, you hand this off to the next person and then turn around and catch this. And just, Excellent. like, very quickly gets them to kind of evacuate these things. And um, okay. when when people start to filter out and as things calm down, he looks to uh, the floor and sees a small nugget of gold that was forgotten and grabs it. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, and then Arcadia, you um, actually solved the problem. So how do you deal with that? Yeah, so I think, um, I mean, I'm just going to guess that there's some sort of well or water system or aqueduct system. Well, you'll um, buy a beach. Sorry. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, we just should. Yeah. <laughs> water everywhere. There is water everywhere. So, it's an island, um, um I think while that happens, um, Arcadia's probably going to get like the people that are scrambling around outside um to form kind of a similar similar line like of basically um gathering all the buckets in town and you know grabbing water from the sea and, and kind of slowly bringing that up bucket at a time to kind of throw at the fire um and instructing you know uh her her panther to kind of do the same and grab grab water buckets and help out where they can um so that they can kind of contain the fire excellent Okay, so the fire gets contained and kind of burns out without causing any further damage. That seems reasonable. Sweet. Yeah. 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 Uh, so we would gain glory for this. Evan would gain yep. nine, correct? And I would gain five? That's right. Yeah, actually what was Beautiful. distracting me then is I realized we hadn't been scoring glory. So, yeah, so the winner gets the target number. The Anyone um, who prevails gets half the target number. And anyone who suffered gets one. So, looking back, uh, Diathene should have gained one glory from failing to stop that fight between the, the town leaders. And all of you, uh, oh, sorry, from the, from the uh, leadership contest, Lycas should get five glory and everyone else should get two. Yeah. The, the purpose of glory is, like, as you fill in the track and gain more and more uh, reputation. Eventually, your name die will increase as you become a, a more well-known hero. Uh, so, in this one shot, no one is likely to get to eighty, which will increase your name die to D eight. But um, it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And what about the? Because I helped out Arcadia. Uh, you gain so... one for helping. Okay, and then our bond goes up, correct? Yeah, and you gain a bond. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so that is the fire dealt with. Um, however, the harpies are now approaching much more closely. Uh, are any of you heroes prepared to deal with these uh, this band of marauding harpies that are threatening the town? I, silver-tongued Ephemia, will step up to the challenge. 
Oh, actually, I should again roll so you know what target number you're up against. Uh, so be like, nah, man, I, that looks so fucking hard. <laughs> okay, so we have razor clawed, hate filled, skyborn harpies. Um, now they have a couple of special things. Um, they are considered epic in any contest that they can f strike freely from the air, which does include the current situation where you are mainly on the beach next to a town. Hmm. Uh, the epic means you must spend one pathos to join the contest. So okay. just fighting them is tough. Um, secondly, they are also perilous and sacred, which means if you suffer in the contest against them, you will lose another pathos and a point of divine favor. Mm. Oh wow! Oh damn! So they are pretty tough and scary at the moment. Although, if you could somehow get them to not be fighting from the air, you'd be better off. We sure would be. <laughs> is that something? Is That'd that something nice. we have to like? Do we? Uh, you could propose um, an action to try and and avoid that. Yeah. Okay. Um. So we could propose a way to try and get them onto the ground? Yeah, it would still be a, a challenge, so you'd still have to go up against them somehow. But if you can think of a way where they won't be able to attack you from the air, then you'll avoid that problem. Why don't um, we just take the town and push it somewhere <laughs> else? I wish. <laughs> I, I do have a bit of a crazy idea. I also sure. do too, so like us the clever eyed will also join. Go for it. I think this, this is a great fight. place for crazy ideas. Yep. Have we seen the uh, the challenge target for them yet? Uh, well, I'm waiting to see if someone's going to like try and uh, trick them into kind of uh, fighting on the ground or in an enclosed space. Uh, okay. Um, so my... if someone comes up with a proposal, I'll, I'll roll for that. Yeah, my plan was to use the smoke um, from the building that may or may not still be kind of smoldering um, and it fan it in their direction so that they can't see uh, from the sky since it's filled with smoke and they would have to come down below the smoke layer to be able to fight. Okay, uh, were there any other crazy plans or do you want to go with that one? I, I had a crazy plan yeah. and maybe it could work in conjunction with your crazy yeah, plan. Yeah, yeah. Well, it'll um, probably be one challenge for, for all the different crazy plans. Okay. <laughs> um, my crazy plan was to uh, get... Um, I personally don't have a bow, but um, get our heroes who do have a bow to strike them in the wings so their wings are damaged and they can't fly. Okay. I also have a crazy plan. Sure. <laughs> and that is... Get them drunk. It's it is reverse fireman line and put all the gold back in the smoldering warehouse and convince them, hey, there's valuable shit in there. Go and go. You got to go there to get it, and then we ambush them. And then we light the building back on fire. <laughs> <laughs> all that hard work. Um, Gold's got to go back in the warehouse do, anyway. Do harpies even do harpies even care mm. about gold? Uh, that was what I was about to say. They they hate the people of the town, but it's not really about the gold as such. Damn. Then put all so, the people in the warehouse. Oh god, you're the worst. <laughs> and then light get, it on fire. Get this. Uh, get this. Actually, no. That, out D being hot-headed. That's exactly their plan. They're going to convince all the people they'll be safe in the warehouse, and then call out to the harpies to convince them to go after them in there, so we can ambush them. 
<laughs> the worst. Um, As I feel leader, like all these plans I think we should not do that. Could do something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know about these, but um, yeah. Okay, well, I think that sounds like it's going to be a craft and reason challenge to using one of these crazy plans stop stop them being able to freely attack from the air. So I'll roll for that. Um, I don't think that their um, the, their razor claws die will count here because this is about tricking them. So they're only getting their harpy and hate-filled dice. And it would not be epic because it is not combat, correct? That's right, yeah. Yeah, no, because this is just tricking them. So, oh, they are pretty, so pretty hardcore. They're pretty hate Okay. Okay, so which of you heroes would like to face this challenge and try and trick the harpies into uh, being unable to attack you from the air? I, the silver-tongued Ephemia, shall accept this challenge of craft and reason. Excellent. Who else? Like the clever-eyed will assist. Or no, I mean, I'm sorry, she will also actually fight to do this. I will, uh, Yelmenes Nimble-Fingered will assist, um, Jessica's character, who is, uh, uh, Yes, thank you. Uh, Hot-Headed will assist, uh, Lycus, because they see how, just how hate-filled those people are, those herpes are, and are like, ooh, that might actually result in the townsfolk dying. Maybe my plan's not good. It might. (laughs) Excellent. Uh, Jess, Um, enjoy an additional D8 from me. Okay. And it's a can, D6 for me, like Can multiple <laughs> people help the same person? Or is that... Yes. Okay. Yes, I think it's just that each hero can only do one help. But yeah, you could contribute two dice okay. from two different yeah, people. So I, Arcadia the Great Hunter, will assist uh, if you know. Uh, and uh, their sacred does apply here. So if you suffer, you will lose a point of divine favor. Mm, I'll do it anyways. Yeah, yeah. That that doesn't affect those of you helping. Just those of you who are oh, facing. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> what's, what's your What's your die? Me, me. Uh, D six for uh, crafting reason. Okay. This uh, This is a pretty tough one, so it might be a good time to call upon, like, a bond with a divine ancestor or a um, divine favor. Yeah, I'm going to call on to um, my divine favor of Hera for cunning. Nice. Oh, okay. Well, nice. Like 14. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to do my now, so the target number is 13. It is. You calling upon a god, Alistair? I am. I'm going to call upon Hephaestus. Puffing smoke, for, right? Okay. Yes. Yep. So for ingenuity. Yep. Hephaestus seems a, a good uh, choice there. Nice, that is oh, a 15. Wow. Sweet. You annihilate them. Okay, uh, Ephemia, what do you do first to set up your companion for this uh, win? Did we establish uh, that the uh, helpers describe just what they're doing to help? Before? Oh, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah. Throw the help in first. Sorry. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, I guess I'll, I'll go since it's Ephemia. Um, it, I'm thinking you're still sticking with the same plan of like injuring their wings to bring them closer to us. Absolutely, yeah. Yep. Okay, yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, 
basically uh, Arcady's gonna do that, just that. Uh, just kind of so take out firing arrows, her bow, left and right. Yeah, and just kind of firing, aiming for their, um, aiming for their wings, and kind of instructing anybody else um, yeah. to surround them to, like even the townsfolk. Oh. Just and definitely, as you're doing that, you notice one of these harpies already has a wounded wing from some previous <laughs> encounter. Whoops. Oh. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> that, one, that one's especially hate-filled. <laughs> I think I think Arcadia has definitely got her eyes on that too because that's 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 technically a hunt that got away. Yeah. So that's that's her main focus. Excellent. Uh, were there any other helps? And yeah, he's grabbing them. He's like distributing bows and trying to like help the a few crewmen aim. Yeah, and he's like compensating for the wind to make sure that they fly true. Excellent. Then, uh, Ephemia, what do you do with your archery? Um, Ephemia is actually going to uh, use their um, their silver tongue and shoot insults at the harpies to oh, get their attention, excellent. so yeah. that they fly in our direction and the arrows um, shooting out behind her ring true to their wings. Yeah, so kind of luring them in close to your crewmen with their uh, with their bows. Yeah, absolutely. Excellent. And then Lycus, you you win the contest. What do you do? Quick question. Yep. Sorry. Uh, uh, are there like palm type trees on this beach? Um, not palms. Uh, it's more. It's it's a cold mountainous island. So there might be like uh, conifers and things like that growing near the beach. Alright, that works. I think that's probably how Dee's helping out, is they just ran over with reckless abandon, tore off the bark of a tree, and are just following after whatever Lycus is gonna... Oh, so you're just throwing all the branches <laughs> onto the smoke to... Uh, no, I, I think more of using using the bark as, like, a fan. Oh, right, yep, yep. Excellent. I like to think that they're just running after, like, threateningly with this bark in their hands. <laughs> <laughs> Like, don't worry, like I don't... I'll do whatever you need me to. I'm ready. Here we go. <laughs> I am concerned. Um, I'm here to tell you what I was doing. Yeah, she's uh, so she's gonna go over uh, to that burning warehouse um, and uh, gather and encourage the people who are still milling around um, to grab like large like sheets and tarps um, yeah. and help both fan the embers to create more smoke as well as fan the smoke. Um, that's rising into the harpy's direction. Yeah. Oh, actually, maybe one of the things is uh, perhaps there's like some uh, jars of pitch or something like that for oh, the yes, ships to come in here that you could throw on the fire. Yeah, fan the uh, the fire and toss some uh, some ignition Horrible, on smoky it. Smoky chemicals and things like that. Yes. Okay, so I think, um, so your smoke kind of wafts all over the beach, um, and the harpies are forced to kind of come down very close to the ground, so they can't, uh, strike at you freely from the air. So you don't have to worry about that in the, in the battle that's about to happen. Um, uh, those of you who took part, helpers gain one glory each, Ephemia gains six, and Lycas gains thirteen. Okay, so now I might uh, break out the battle rules as you fight off the harpies from the town. So uh, how this works is we do it in three stages. First, there'll be a challenge that you should 
that you can all take part in for like maneuvering for the the kind of battlefield then there will be a stage where the enemies will try and cause some trouble um, and you will each have to choose if you want to defend against those disasters that are going to happen or try and seize control of the battle if you defend against the disasters you'll stop them happening if you seize control of the battle you can pick the domain of the final clash between you and the harpies so there's kind of a, a in the middle section you decide whether you're gonna stop bad things happening or try take control of the battle so the first thing we do is deal with the uh, opening maneuvers of the battle now that you've got the harpies uh, to no longer be able to use the sky but they're still attacking the town so I will roll strife for the first contest where they are trying to maneuver for advantage and uh, attack the town uh, and this first one where everyone's kind of maneuvering for control of the battle is any domain is allowed so there there's the harpies they have perilous and sacred in effect so that means if you suffer you will lose a pathos and a divine favor and the target number is 12. who amongst you will face this battle i silver-tongued ephemia uh, step up to the challenge. Yelmenes will approach this challenge. Hot-headed Diathene is raring and ready to go. How many? How many synonyms for <laughs> yes? Do we know? Uh, yeah, Great Hunter Arcadia will accept this challenge. Lycus is sitting out. Uh, are you going to help someone? Or uh, yes, she. No, she will assist. Um, and she'll assist Arcadia. Excellent. So. Pass on a domain die for whichever domain Arcadia is using. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so each of you can pick freely what tactics you're using as you maneuver to set the scene of the battle here. Now, um, with bonds using those, is that like you would call upon so my character is immortal, they are not a demigod. They would call upon yeah. one of their one of the other adventurers to be like, Hey, yeah. hey give me a hand with this real quick. Yeah, and you spend one bond, and you mm -hmm. add their name die, which for all of you is another d6 at this stage. Okay, cool. Yeah, uh, if you've got a bond with a with a deity, you can call on that in the same way, uh, but their name dice are d12s. I think that uh, Diathene is... They're getting into the battle, but they are also uh, using arts and oration to, to spur on the hearts of the, the men and women of this town. Excellent, yep. That they've, they've been wait, laid low by the smoke, and now it's time to take back their, their island. Yep. Uh, you'll have the mining chief on side with you there, because she is quite keen on everyone helping defend the town against the harpies. At least I get one of them on my side, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the, actually, and I should say, Ionestes the priest has disappeared now that the harpies are approached. He, he ran off um, towards the temple. I'm also calling on my uh, divine favor from Hermes to give me uh, a boost to my daring. Yep. As I, as I <laughs> try, attempt to lead a small army. Yep. I think I'm going to call on to my bond with D um, because Ephemia is also going to be using arts and oration. Yep. Um, and I'll call on my bond with you. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll bond yeah, power. Buff, buff, bond buff. power. 
Excellent. Uh, I was I was also going to call upon Ephemia's bond. Go for uh, it. We're all just yeah. working together. It's perfect. Yeah, yeah. teamwork, no, baby. perfect. Yep. Uh, I'm also going to use a pathos to add um, resolve and spirit. Er. Excellent. So I'm thinking like with resolve and spirit, that is like hunkering down and making something happen, right? Am I interpreting that in the right way? Uh, yeah, that's one of the things it could be, yeah. Okay. It's it's also like uh, magic things or um, courage could also come under it as well. It's quite quite mm. wide. Oof, I saw Yeah. Her. That's a seventeen. That's pretty amazing. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> yes. <Woo. laughs> made it. Wow. Okay. Just made it with a thirteen. Yeah. Okay, so first Ephemia. How do you suffer? Well, Ephemia was originally going to use their bond with D to help organize this army um, using their silver tongue. Um, yep. But it, their silver tongue may have gotten them in a bit of trouble um, because they may have gotten a, been a little bit too um, mean to the harpies earlier and gotten their attention a little bit too much. Ah, so they kind they, of go for you as you're busy trying to organize the townsfolk and your yes. crew from your ship. <laughs> yep. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so for suffering, you earn one glory, and you unfortunately also lose a pathos and a divine favor point. Does it matter who 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 I lose? The no, divine? you just p- pick whichever one. Yeah. Okay. That god is disappointed in your performance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bad yeah. show. Excellent. Okay, Arcadia is next, and Lycus was helping you, I believe. So, Lycus, how are you helping? Um, I think she will be prepared um, sort of with a, a shield to Arcadia's back. Um, yep. Just to fend off anything that might be uh, coming up behind them. Yep. Excellent. Oh, um, actually, um, Ephemia, you may also mm-hmm. spend a bond to have one of the er- heroes defend you from harm if you want to uh, keep one of that pathos or divine favor you might spend a bond there yeah I'll, I'll spend i'll spend a bond um with uh, uh you name who it is and, and they'll say what they do to defend you from the, the harm okay um i'll take uh, i'll use a bond with arcadia because i'm an extra one with him excellent uh, okay uh i think they'll probably defend I've... you against both of those losses because it's one clash so Arcadia, how do you defend Ephemia? I think Arcadia kind of sees sees ahead of time and can tell that they're basically <laughs> they're basically a little pissed uh, because of, oh, it's probably uh, that one happy you you met the first time out at sea. Yeah, they've uh, and they've they've you know they see that that they're just the harpies have had enough. They're going straight for Ephemia. So um, so Arcadia's gonna try and get the jump on them and try to reach them before. Um, they attack them, kind of like leaping into the air. They have kind of like little like kind of fist claws for themselves and trying to trying to like fend them off um, before they can get to Athena. Excellent. And now you can describe how you suffer. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately after saving her. Yep. Unless um, unless someone else wants to help. Them. <laughs> oh, it's it's up to Arcadia to spend the bond to be defended. So. 
Yeah, you know. <laughs> it's kind of funny that I almost whispered my bond for a Phoebe. <laughs> <laughs> back to back. Back to back. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I think, yeah, I think I'll do that. I just. Yeah. So the two of you back to back, like driving off the harpies. So although you're not winning, at least neither of you is being horribly injured. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. We're kind of like I. I saved. I saved you. You saved me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Ephemia has has their has her short swords drawn and back to back they're fighting them off. Sounds good. Excellent. Okay, so Arcadia, uh, gain one glory for suffering. Uh, and then it's Yalminis who prevailed. So uh, Yalminis is uh, kind of going to try to not position himself on the battlefield, but position the battlefield for the greatest possible success. Um, he is going to climb atop a nearby building, and reaching into his satchel, he pulls out a stunning, like a, a mirror, a of- gun. A gun. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, he, he pulls <laughs> out like old. A, a, a mirror of impeccable quality that he found yeah. uh, in a ruin, and um, he is going to like check the sun, check the harpies, and just start like laser beaming them with some some sunlight off awesome. of the mirror. <laughs> yep. He's just gonna shine a flat a, a light into the plane of the pilot and just crash the plane. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> yep. So harpies are crashing to the beach and and like getting dazzled and confused. That's yep. So you gain six glory. Um, as a short aside, uh, the the game rules do specifically call out that they are anachronistic and crazy action movie logic. So, uh, if you wanted to pull out a gun, I mean, I'm not going to stop. <laughs> <laughs> bang, bang, bang. Uh, uh, I was oh, thinking, I was thinking, what was a uh, oh shoot, what was his name? The Greek inventor who supposedly Daedalus. Uh, no, the one, the one who did the big old laser beam. Uh, I just, I'm sorry, what? Hold on. Ancient one? Greek laser. I should be able to remember. <laughs> 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 Google's gonna Ar- love that. Archimedes' flaming death ray. Oh, That's wow. a real thing. Uh, there's a there's a legend that when facing the Persians, a Greek inventor had uh, an entire city shine a mirror, shine a series of mirrors at the fleet, and it just caught a flame. I so remember. Just, they tried that on Mythbusters and it did not work. It did not work on Mythbusters, but it will work here because. Yep, I'm we'll work here. Yep. Because <laughs> I'm a hero. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and finally, um, hot-headed Diathene pr- uh, wins uh, this section of the battle. Yeah, Diathene um, begins speaking, and and the longer they're speaking, the more people kind of gather around. They're just like, "Are we going to let the harpies take your island? You let the gods decide. Now you decide. Now join me." And uh, leads them all. Uh, they themselves are like climbing atop buildings and then jumping on top of any harpy that dodges yep. the, the the mirror laser beams, clocking them with the cudgel, and then before they fall out of the sky, jumping to the next one, and yep. watching as the the mob below swarms upon the ones that are being knocked to the ground. Excellent. So uh, jumping like from harpy to harpy while they're in flight, I presume. Yeah, any, any of them that are trying to take Amazing. off and aren't immediately hit by a mirror, uh, yeah, yeah. they get a, a D falling right on top of them. Awesome. Okay, so you gain 12 glory, and the other benefit of winning this first stage of the battle is that you gain a D10 advantage die to spend at some point in the rest of the battle. Oh, hell nice. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. 
Is that for so both just, prevailing or just the... the, the uh, that's just for the winner. Gotcha. Cool. Yeah. So very um, good that you didn't let the Harpies win because they would have got it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Does Lycus get Yikes. one glory um, for aiding, for aiding. Arcadia who suffered? Yes, yes. You still get okay. one glory for helping even regardless of what happens. All right. Okay. So stage two of the battle now that... Um, battle's been joined um, and uh, people are fighting amongst the smoke in, in the town I'll name the two disasters that uh, are threatened so the first disaster that is threatened is that the harpies will kill like dozens and dozens of the townsfolk who are trying to fight them at the moment so I think that's pretty straightforward result the second disaster that's going to prevail or it's going to happen if you don't stop it is that uh, a couple of the Harpy leaders will um, fly up to the temple where Ionestes is hiding and murder him in particular. Mm. Um, yeah, they've got it in for the Priest of Hera for some reason. So what happens now is each of you decides if you would like to try and seize control of the battle, in which case you'll get to pick the final clash's domain, or defend against one of those two disasters. If a disaster is not successfully defended against, it will happen. So probably at least two of you should deal with those, unless you don't care about the townsfolk or the priest. Um, but otherwise, it's free choice. Lycus the clever-eyed is going to uh, go up to the temple to defend the priest. Okay, so you're defending. D is embroiled uh, in this, this conflict, but this conflict... Uh, necessarily involves helping the townsfolk not die, so I think D is defending the townsfolk by just continuing to lead the fight. Yeah, I think in in your place you could do either, because you know either way you're in the thick of the battle. But it's just less, really less people objective. alive is less people to party when we win. So I'm I'm yeah, making yeah. sure no one dies. If Femia the silver tongued is going to also defend the priest, I have a crazy idea of how to do that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, uh, Arcadia and Yalminis, do you want to try and seize control of the battle? I think um, nimble-fingered Yalminis is going to try to seize control of the battle. I think, uh, yeah, Great Hunter Arcadia will do the same. Excellent. Okay, I'll do the defense first. Um, so, defending the townsfolk... Um, I'll start there because that's kind of the thick of the battle where things are already happening. Um, and that's just the harpies against you again, Diathene. So how are you defending them? Um, I, I think I'm just sort of keeping an eye on the battle and uh, just calling out to, to them when, when they're in danger, trying to, to get them to, to notice dangers they otherwise would not have noticed as I continue so, to cut to uh, whatever's in front of me. <laughs> that sounds to me like craft and reason. Does that sound good? Sure. There you go. That is to defend the town folk. Your target number is All a right. 10. I am going to uh, call upon my bond with, uh, with Yal over there. Uh, ha having him help keep an eye on, on where I, where I can further assist. I'm using yep. I'm using my laser pointer to identify <laughs> oh, yeah, key absolutely. key <laughs> dangers. Sorry, <laughs> people. Like over here. Uh, so craft and reason. Target number is ten. 
Yeah, you get to you get to describe what happens. I I think I'm also going to 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 spend a a bond with uh, Arcadia over there um, to to, oh, to defend defense. myself. Sure. Because I I I think what, what what happens is basically I'm so concentrated on trying to save people that he's looking here and there and trying to call out, but it, it, there's just too much noise going on. No one's quite hearing me, and I'm so distracted yep. that uh, danger begins creeping up from behind. At which point I use that bond from Arcadia to stave off the worst of it in whatever way Arcadia serves to aid me. Excellent. Um... Uh, Arcadia, would you like to specify how you defend? Yeah, I think uh, Arcadia sees um, that, that D is, is kind of in trouble, so um, she looks to, to her panther, Memphis, and says, tells him to go uh, and assist uh, D, and yep. uh, Memphis kind of flies over and tackles a harpy to the ground, <laughs> claws awesome. at it, and kind of rips its throat out and spews it out and just kind of goes to the next one trying to stand stand close to the and protect him excellent Ephemia or Lycus would one of you like to try and defend the town folk before the harpies murder a large number of them or are you going to stick with saving the priest um Ephemia, I mean, you I, had a specific plan for the priest right I did have a specific plan for the priest I'm kind of hoping that it works because it might be I might be able to do it alone the harpies can't kill the priest if she kills him first. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Stab. You're here to save oh. me. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I think Lycus, having sort of darted towards the the temple, but seeing Ephemia, you know, set with a plan in mind, um, will stay back and try to help defend the townsfolk. Excellent. Would you want to roll against that same target number of ten then? Is under craft and reason, which is very good. Yep. Yeah, I think it's more about coordinating the townsfolk and keeping the harpies away from anything else. I think maybe because D is already there and I'm essentially returning to help them. Yep. Um, maybe I can use that bond with D. Definitely. Yep. Or T. Nice. Much better. Okay, uh, I like this. Contribution here is probably just like after the, after the panther comes down upon a Herbie, uh, DC's like is coming and goes, Why? E, yell, yell's over there pointing out those who need help. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> I've got a big old searchlight, I'm just like over there. <laughs> like a White House just standing on top. Um, in that case, she will take up uh, position and. Uh, she has a bow, and so she'll be able to sort of precisely aim at wherever... Oh, every, everyone um, who's in danger? Yeah, everyone who's in danger, and follow kind of that searchlight, that spotlight. Yep, and just, like, take out every harpy that is kind of trying to get at those people. Yep, yep. sniper. Yep, excellent. Okay, uh, so, um... Diathene gets one glory, and Lycus gets ten. And we are on to um, the Femia trying to save the priest. Mm-hmm. Are you just planning on just going and straight fighting the harpies that are up there? Um, my plan was actually to try if, because I mean, you you mentioned earlier that they were kind of breaking off to fly up yeah. there. 
my original plan was to jump on one of the harpies that was breaking off and try to kill them mid-air before they even reach the... Okay, that sounds like blood and valor to me. Sound good? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Your target number is a nine. Yeah, the, I think it's probably because there aren't very many harpies that are going for the priest. They're, they're kind of, uh, just say three of them are, are heading that way. So. I'm gonna be spend divine favor from Hephaestus. 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 Oh, sorry. <laughs> Hephaestus. Hephaestus. <laughs> uh, for ingenuity. Um, yeah. I don't think there are any ancient Greek speakers around to take offense here. Anyway. <laughs> to, to correct me. <laughs> uh, actually, it's pronounced Fiestos. Oh, my bad. Leave it to the history person. Malaka. Excellent. Um, that looks good. What do you do? Um, Ephemia is going to jump onto the nearest harpy to her that looks like it's heading up to the temple, yep. and using uh, Tito's, who's still wrapped around her, um, and her dual swords will kill the harpies and poison them before they even are able to reach the yep. temple. And uh, are you going to, like, throw your snake at one of the other harpies so it can poison Absolutely. them? Yep. <laughs> and then you're, like, stabbing the one you grabbed and jumping to the next one. Uh-huh. Yep, awesome. And probably like land at the temple after and that. And catch my snake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. Okay, Ella. nine glory for you. <laughs> and you have saved both townsfolk and the priest. Um, uh, Ionestes, the priest, um, as you land, um, like, uh, sees like blood dripping off your swords onto the onto the. Um, the, the um, steps at the front of the temple and says, please, please, try and keep everything tidy. <laughs> <laughs> just, just to, just to like, uh, just because uh, Ephema can, uh, she's going to drip a little bit of blood inside the temple. <laughs> just like shakes the sword off real quick. Yeah. Like, as, as, you do, as, as you do that, you, you, you can't help but think that the temple isn't in a very tidy state in any case. <laughs> okay, uh, back to the main course of the battle. Yalmenes and Arcadia are trying to uh, seize control of the battlefield as a whole. Uh, uh, do you, are you thinking you're doing that through straight force of combat and strength and blood and valor, or are you more cunning and strategy for craft and reason? Uh, Katie is definitely doing the blood and valor routes. Uh, Yalminis, does that sound good to you? Yeah, absolutely. Excellent. The target number is 13. Oh, Hui. Hui, machi. Okay. Although, uh, um, there's been lots to done to prevent the harpies doing the terrible things they planned, there are still a lot of them around. Uh, possibly like, you know, 15 or so, still fighting and angry. Katie is definitely going to call upon some divine favor yep. from Ares for the ferocity of this battle to come. Uh, and Eomenes is also calling upon, I think, Poseidon to to really just kind of hunker yep. down and and 
be be a wall, so to speak. Yep. And I'm also calling upon D, who is nearby, to uh, back me up a little yep. bit. Can I cut all those ears? <laughs> so bad. Oof. No, I did nice. roll. I just rolled that, yeah. Oh, oh boy, howdy, that is a 13. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I did it. <laughs> okay, Arcadia, you wade into battle. What happens to you? Um, Arcadia is a bit overzealous and thinks that they are totally prepared to deal with all these harpies. Um, she's seen worse. Um, so she begins to kind of like take down some of these harpies, but is um, you know, quickly outnumbered as, as a lot of them realize that, that she's a big threat. Um, and there's just too many for her to handle it at one time. Even with the help of uh, her, her skills and her panther, it's just too much for her to handle. Okay, uh, can you mark one pathos and one divine favor is lost? Unless you want to call on a bomb to have someone defend you. I will I will call on the divine bond from uh, Artemis, since they are oh. god. So Artemis herself. Uh, how does how does Artemis defend you from these harpies? Um. Oh, actually, I guess uh, the 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 person you call on gets to decide. So I guess shall I stand in for Artemis? Yeah, how, how, bold, yeah, how bold of you? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I god think what happens world. is like you're about to be overwhelmed by like four harpies going for you, and. Um, arrows just fire down from the sky and skewer each one of them directly through the heart. Sweet. Damn. I can get down with that. And you can kind of see her for a moment in the sky watching over you. She gives you a big thumbs up. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> that's That's my mom! <laughs> <laughs> I think it's probably more of a long-suffering, oh, here's another thing I have to do, right? <laughs> that's probably true just like oh she's never gonna let that one down thumbs up but it's very sarcastic yeah <laughs> thumbs up Excellent. but I hope you do better uh, and you do get one glory huzzah cool. <laughs> hooray small victories yep and then Yalminis uh, yeah, you so, take control of the battle uh, so I think uh, what that looks like is you know the, the harpies can can act with with the most power when they are free to fly, and so Yalmenes is going to uh, stop shining his laser beam and pocket the mirror. Uh, he's yep. going to draw his uh, his whip that he uses as a weapon from his uh, from his belt, and then starts just from atop the building, uses the whip to wrap the legs of a harpy, and pull her down into like kind of the alleyway of of the city. And he's yep. going to you uh, kind of continue with this strategy, and and by kind of baiting them, pull them into like a constrained area where they can yep. be uh, overwhelmed. Yeah, by the townsfolk and your ship crew. I, I I don't want to interrupt, but Dominic, your character's main weapon is a whip. Uh, correct. And they like going to old ruins to, to collect what was forgotten there and bring it back home to their scholarly family. Uh, you correct. got a type, man? I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's all coming together. Just <laughs> no. No, my name is no. Yalmenes Nimble Fingered. 
man. Uh, again, as an aside, in in the book where it's talking about anachronism, it actually also lists the Fast and Furious movies as a major inspiration. So, <laughs> outstanding. Oh my god. <laughs> oh man. Okay. <clears throat> Anyway, uh, you've taken control of the battle. So, Yalminis, you get to decide which domain the final finale of the battle takes place in. Alright, um, I think that it is just going to be kind of like a, a brutal, close uh, street fight where, where so, the harpies are, are kind of penned in by the buildings around them. Yep, so and Blood and Valor like, again? Yeah, I think so. It's just going to be like villagers atop the roofs stabbing downwards with wooden spears and people on the ground uh, kind of dispatching them as well as they can. Oh, you're obviously doing pretty well. Okay, okay. which heroes amongst you will face this challenge of the final battle against the harpies to drive them off forever? I, hot-headed D, will take on this challenge because I've got an advantage to spend. Yeah. I, the silver-tongued Ephemia, will uh, finish what I started and take on this this challenge of blood and valor. Yep. Like as the clever-eyed will wet her sword with blood. Yalmenex yeah, nimble-fingered will assist D. I, uh, Great Hunter Arcadia, will <laughs> try and make up for past mistakes. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, uh, everyone roll. I'm calling on Dionysus because he's just going fucking wild in there. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you have my you have my yep. D six as well. Yep. And my okay, axe. So, <laughs> uh, are you calling on Dionysus Bond? Uh, no, or, just uh, just, oh, just my just honor regular... god, divine favor. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I'm not I'm not a demigod. I'm just a regular person oh, right, who yep, loves to party. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's an eight. Nice. I'm going to call into the divine favor of Eris. Ten and divine favor. There's a twelve. Ooh. Another twelve. I rolled three Great. once there. Great wow. success. <laughs> Luckily my advantage came in with that eight, because my next it was one, 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 two, and eight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to spend one divine favor so hopefully Ares will be on my side aha <laughs> that's a lot of 12s that is yeah, a lot of 12s yeah. we all tied okay. so everyone prevailed so that's good yeah. those of you who did get 12 could you all just do a, a straight roll of your name die and the highest one is the winner I got a 3 I got a four. Wow. Whoops. I got a rock. <laughs> All right. Heaven wins. Excellent. Okay. So, Lycus, what do you do in the final clash of the battle? Um, so, Lycus will be uh, sort of storming the streets on the outskirts of town um, and dispatching yep. any harpies that are sort of not centralized um, and either killing them or uh, scaring them back kind of into the city uh, towards the heart of the battle. Yeah. Ephemia. Ephemia, after calling on to divine favor from Eris, will uh, send their serpent Titos into the battle because the harpies are looking above them uh, trying yeah. to defend the townsfolk. They're not watching their their 
their bottom half, and uh, we'll send Titos into the battle to cause more chaos, as well as poison any harpies he may come across. Biting all their vulnerable, mm-hmm. vulnerable bird ankles. <laughs> their bird ankles, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Nipping on some ankles. <laughs> yep. Excellent. Uh, uh, Die. what do you do? D just gives in, to, uh, awesome. like, like re- reaches out to, to Dionysus and gives in to, to just the, the Dionysian madness. Uh, <laughs> the, 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 their eyes cloud with a, a faint purple fog, and they are just cackling as they just swing their cutter through two or three harpies at a time. Uh, yep. Just with, with, with impunity, just ignoring, no thought to it, no thoughts head empty, cudgel full of blood. Um... <laughs> There, Did you say no that strategy. it's blabbering time? <laughs> there, there's no strategy here. There is just, just massacre, uh, <laughs> leading leading for leading the way for a potential victory. Excellent. All right. Yeah. Um, I think uh, Arcadia basically is just kind of completely ready to go and end this battle, um, and their eyes you know, almost almost turn wolf-like as they climb on top of like the nearest house to get the high ground. And they just leap on top of the harpies and kind yep. of like start tearing at them. And Menethus is just jumping on everybody too. And it seems like almost almost wolf-like that they're just jumping from every harpy to each one of them, kind of massacring them as they go and kind of ripping through their wings so they can't fly away. Um, and it's just completely covered in blood by by the end of the day. <laughs> uh, looking for something else to kill. Excellent. At the end of this battle, the town no longer needs to paint any of the walls. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> You're welcome. Excellent. So uh, in the aftermath, um, the people um, of the town like look to their wounded and, and dead and um, at the mess of blood stains everywhere, down every street and on every wall. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> They start to kind of piece together what they can. Um, Miletia, the mining chief, um, comes and thanks you all for helping defend the town from the harpies. And she says, I think after that defeat, we we, we won't have to, to worry about them anymore. Even with the Pillar of Storm stolen, then they're going to fear stepping in this town again. So thank you, great heroes. Um, that said, like, as she... she uh, kind of finishes that speech uh, a variety of the other townsfolk are but but it would be good to have the pillar of storms back 